Welcome to Retirement Unlimited with Randy Barkley. Retirement Unlimited is an informative weekly radio program dedicated to offering factual information and sound advice for those wanting to know more about retirement planning. Proper advice depends on complete analysis of all the facts and circumstances. Information given on this program is in the nature of general financial comment and cannot be relied upon as pertaining to your specific situation. Listeners should consult their own financial advisor or conduct their own due diligence before making any financial decisions. This is to protect your assets. Randy Barkley is a California life insurance agent. California license number 0518567. Advisory services offered through Tricord Advisors Incorporated. Tricord Advisors Inc. is a registered investment advisor. Now, here's Randy Barkley. Welcome to Retirement Unlimited. This is the radio program that is dedicated to helping you make smart decisions about your money. I'm your host, Randy Barkley. I'm here with Jeremiah Lee. And we are with Tricord Advisors. Tricord is a registered investment advisory firm and we're located in Riverside. We serve the Inland Empire. I'm a certified financial planner and so is Jeremiah, but he's also an attorney. So it adds a lot of value for clients that need legal assistance. If you'd like to know more about our firm, I really suggest and encourage you to go to our website, which is www.retirementunlimited.com. Or you just give us a call. Phone number is 951-684-7011. Now, what we're going to talk about today is we talk about retirement update, then we're also going to get into tactical asset management, and we're going to end up with news you can use. Now, in the first segment of the program today in retirement update, you know, Jeremiah, we, we read a lot of different articles, and this one article that we read kind of gives an easy, um, what do I say, a, a simple process for finding out how much money you're supposed to save by the time you're at a certain age, and hopefully you'll have enough of it by the time you reach into retirement, whatever your retirement age is, right? That's right. And we get a lot of questions, especially I do, folks who are you know in their 30s, in their 40s, um, they don't have a clear plan yet, and you can't really, it's hard to put one together. They're still in the accumulation phase. They're still building their life, building their careers, and they want to know, am I on track? And they want a simple answer. I mean, they don't want to, again, again, I think the um, the quick response I get. I don't know if it does damage to people. I I, I think it, the issue is is there's a lot more factors involved. I mean, we spend a great deal of time trying to figure out exactly what the person's going to need or what that household is going to need at the state of retirement. So just a, a down and dirty percentage or a multiplier oftentimes can do some damage because they haven't taken into account some of the key factors. Uh, like debt management, for example, is a key factor going into retirement. Mm -hmm. Another key aspect, which we deal with all the time is, is where are other income streams coming from? Right. If you have a pension, your numbers are different. If you have a significant amount of money in a Roth IRA, your numbers are different just because the way it comes out, the, the tax impacts, um, but it's still helpful. I mean, I think someone in their thirties looking to say, you know, I, I, I'm putting 10% away. My employer's matching it. How am I doing? Right. You know, it's a, right. it's, it's a, something that they're not looking for a real in-depth analysis, but just a guidepost. So the article we looked at and a few that we've seen before, um, there's Fidelity has a few, um, there's a number of these bigger companies that put together these ballparks. I, right. I guess maybe that's the best place right. to, to put them as a ballpark to say, if you're, example here, if, if you're uh, 50 years old, you should probably have six times annual salary saved for retirement. 
So if I'm making, so if I'm making $60,000 a year, let's, let's do a double household husband and wife. Um, so if I'm making a hundred thousand dollars a year in income, they should have $600,000 set aside. Do you think by that time at age 50? Yeah. That's, yeah. What's, that's what, okay. the rule of thumb. And like I said, if, if you're working for um, a government agency, a sheriff's office, a fire department, you're going to have a pension. And so that number doesn't right. really apply to you. Right. Uh, but if you are simply retiring off of your retirement accounts, then that, that's, that's a good ballpark to say at 50 to have 600,000 is roughly going to duplicate your lifestyle in retirement. But there's a whole host of things that, of course, that down and dirty estimate just doesn't deal with. And probably probably the key one is, is how they're, how people are investing. Oftentimes we see people will get an allocation to their 401k or whatever their retirement plan is, whether it's be a, a teacher like a, a 403b or if they're working for the county or some other public entity like a 457, they have a tendency to be really conservative. And probably the number one mistake, if you're early on in your savings, and even 40 to 50 years of age, you're you're substantial. I mean, you're a long ways away from retirement. People have a tendency to be too conservative, and the concern. I mean, a question I got this week from a client says, "Am I going to lose all my money?" <laughs> and I could sit, I could sit in front of him and say, "No, you're not going to lose all your money." But I said, "You're gonna you're gonna have volatility," and so we kind of walked that through a little bit. So, and there's there's other things that people are not really taking into account, aren't there? That's right. There's a number of them. And I think with that, kind of the investment risk that you talk about, you know, in your 30s, taking a significant amount of risk for that growth is is reasonable. I'm surprised how many clients come in in their early 60s contemplating retirement and their allocations are still full throttle, full growth. (laughs) Um, You know, new clients that we haven't worked with for a while to say, when you're in your 30s, you need the growth. You can can stomach the volatility. In your 40s and 50s, you probably still can. And in your 60s, when you're, you know, say two ways away from retirement, that level of volatility is, if there were something to happen in the market, it would change your retirement plans. It would. It would change your life structure. And as you approach retirement, you know what we have our clients do is, is we ease back and we we structure it so that that level of the level of volatility does not require them to be invested in the market for another ten years right. before they retire because the retirement date is coming for a number of reasons. You know, health reasons, career reasons, family choices. You know, taking those trips they've always wanted to. And we've come up with this planning by the numbers. This is a really important concept. And if you go to our website, you'll see it displayed right on the front, planning by the numbers. But we work really hard to come up with what we call required rate of return. Now, it could be different than the client's target rate of return, but oftentimes people don't realize they don't need, if if their asset base is strong enough or they have other sources of income, they don't need to subject themselves to the volatility of the marketplace. So finding their required rate of return that's an analysis that takes time. And we develop that in a financial plan going through the details. Yeah, and it has to be holistic. And one aspect that often comes in is, is leaving money for kids. Mm-hmm. Some families they have zero concern that my kids are great. I just want to get this money to take care of me. Others, they have a significant concern about their kids' retirement um, or even grandkids to say, right. I want them to have their education paid for. And, and so with that, you know, to say your required rate return rate of return for yourself, we can calculate that. It's, it's a little complex how you get there, but once you find a, finalize those numbers, it's really helpful to know what it will take to fund you. But then you can make some informed decisions to say, okay, although I have enough to fund me, what else do I care about? My kids, right. my grandkids, um, and, and kind of really take a holistic light, a holistic view of someone's life. Yeah. I think we look at uh, three, I mean, we have three different segments of timelines. So current, but then when you go into retirement, what is your requirements going to be? And then what we call advanced age. So that is, that's basically 85 and above. Mm-hmm. And uh, each one of those timelines have different needs. 
You know, we encourage people, for example, as soon or right about the time of retirement, that's the time that you want to spend money, like in traveling, being with your family. Those are probably be more expensive than, let's say, the advanced years because you're not going to be traveling as much or doing some of those other things. So it changes the complexion or the dollar amount that we need available for each client. Yeah, and everyone's different. I mean, healthcare delivery is always a big oh, deal yeah, when you think deal. of advanced age. But for some folks, you know, they're healthy. You know, they'll have something. But others, they have chronic issues that we know uh, need to be planned for. Right. And so that, that's the part of getting away from just these ballparks, but really getting into real numbers um, of, of planning someone's life. Yeah, I just sat down with somebody here last week, and they said, "Should we get long-term care insurance?" Both of them were had some chronic problems. They weren't. It wasn't. It wasn't terminal by any means, but. You know, they've had some issues and some high blood pressure, some stents put in. They've got, so they're dealing with some other, uh, some diabetic issues, some diabetes. Long-term care insurance is not an option for them. It's just way too expensive and you're acquiring it way too late. And the bottom line is, folks, most people don't realize that long-term care insurance is not a fixed cost. So unless you buy the entire amount, you put in a lump sum to acquire it, if you're paying on an annual basis, the, the insurance company will increase your rates. And they have. It's gone up skyrocket. So there's different options regarding healthcare delivery that we need to look at that makes it reasonable for each household. So anyway, um, if you'd like to know more about building a plan, because really the key factor here is about 50 percent of the people are they are just not anywhere close to accumulating the amount of capital they need in order to have a reasonable retirement. Give us a call. Phone number here is 951-684-7011. Stay tuned for our next section. We're going to talk about tactical asset management. You know, retirement is supposed to be a secure time. Are you secure? Do you and your loved ones have the information needed to make the right decisions about retirement? You need counsel, not another salesperson, an advisor that looks out for your interest more than theirs. This is Dennis Prager, and I'd like you to call Randy Barkley, a certified financial planner who's been serving the Inland Empire for over 26 years. He's a retirement specialist who works for you on all the important and often confusing things that determine how comfortable you are in retirement. Call Randy Barkley for a free consultation and learn for yourself what I've learned. He can be trusted. Randy Barkley, 888-627-8371, 888-627-8371. Or visit me, Randy Barkley, at retirementunlimited.com. Advisory services offered through Tricord Advisors Incorporated, a registered investment advisor, clearing through TD Ameritrade, member FINRA, SIPC, MSRB. AM 590, the answer. Welcome back. This is the section of the program that I refer to as tactical asset management. We've gone through a lot of change over the last year, and we need to look at what the road ahead looks like. But let's kind of do a kind of a recap. Um, everything we heard about COVID-19 was true. The novel coronavirus has killed millions of people. In fact, so much is that the life expectancy has actually fallen. Um, first time in, in such a, for I mean, literally like 100 years. Uh, yet everything we heard about COVID-19 was also wrong, at least in the relationship to the economy and financial markets. Uh, exactly a year ago, when it started to, uh, you know, the, the threat of it entered into the United States, the economy in essence shut down. And we put about 20 million people on unemployment. 
And it obviously it it sent the stock market into a tailspin. Everything started to head down. And frankly, nobody knew where the bottom was. So in a relatively short period of time, we're talking in about a month, the stock market, the general stock market lost about 34%. We had clients that called and says, where's the bottom? And I said, I don't know where the bottom is. When it crossed through the 20% mark, we started to pull back. We have, we have uh, uh, investment tactics that we use to be able to reduce the exposure to the marketplace when we have such extreme volatility. But the market turned around. And with this massive amount of stimulus that came out of the government, now we're seeing um, something that is happening that is so phenomenal because we're seeing growth is faster than what anybody anticipated. Inflation is starting to heat up. And the job market, we're hoping it'll bounce back because everybody is looking for employees. Um, so there is this tension that's going on right now. But the bottom line is the environment won't be easy for investors to navigate. We saw a tremendous bounce up in values, and primarily the focus was on those particular companies that uh, were utilized, you know, not only in by companies but also personally. So, like you know, for example, Netflix people, Netflix people were staying home and watching movies. We got uh, Microsoft Teams and Zooms that were video, so people could communicate not only personally but also professionally. But after the full stop. There was such a large amount of money that was placed into the economy. In fact, we're talking about $2.2 trillion, and there's more money that came in after that. And even though the responses weren't perfect, it was the massive amount of capital that was utilized to restart the economy. Now, unemployment has gone down. And one of the things that you don't do when you get that kind of stimulus from the federal government is you don't fight the Fed. That's one of the common things. But in addition to that, if we look back, you know, Operation Warp Speed was a success. We have not only the development of vaccines, but also the distribution to vaccines. So right now we're looking at, you know, the state of California is about ready to take away the restriction of wearing masks. All of that is going to be really positive. And so the question is, from an investment standpoint, has the market, has it really reached out and, and developed all of the gain in the marketplace that could possibly happen? And really, really, the answer is no. What's happening is, and what we're doing for our clients is we're starting to do a rotation. And we're moving away from what we call the large cap uh, growth stocks. And that would be the stocks that have been the biggest benefactors, the big, biggest beneficiaries of all the stimulus and all this change. But as the activity resumes, consumer spending is going to provide a phenomenal boost. I'm sure you've read about, and maybe you've been part of it, but travel right now is, is equal to what it was in 2019. Americans right now are sitting on just a lot of money, and they're about to get more. So it's continued to be paid out. U.S. consumer net worth hit a record $130.2 trillion. So therefore, it is up 23% from the same level in the corresponding 2018 period. So we have this phenomenal increase of assets. If you own real estate, you know, you're probably looking on, you know, Redfin or Zillow to see what the value of your home is. If you're trying to buy a home or sell your home, you're almost putting yourself in jeopardy because you better know where you're going because your homes are being, there's multiple offers. I've talked to realtors just this week and said, it's listed properties and there were multiple offers way above the asking price. It is an, it's a phenomenon that nobody would have expected over a year ago. So the question is, 
from a tactical standpoint, what are we doing in order to not only hang on to the profits that we have, but also to seek out opportunities that are out in front of us? Now, there's really three key areas that we're starting to see um, that, that really have been underperforming. They're probably in areas that you wouldn't think about. For example, utilities. Utilities have been kind of an underperformer for last year because there was a kind of a slowdown. Industry, everything else, it all slowed down. And But now we're starting, the lights are coming back on. So utilities are probably an underperformance going forward. The other one is also industrials. Industrials have not had, they did not enjoy the same kind of growth within the marketplace that, um, that you know, the high-tech companies did, you know, like the Amazons. And again, I go back to the Netflix, the Microsofts and those kinds of companies. But again, industrials are the backbone of our, of our, comp- our country. And so for, therefore, we're rotating into that, what we consider value-based. And then the last one, of course, is financials. Financials is the banking industry. And we're seeing that banks now are starting to become much more of a player in the economy moving forward because business is starting to boom. And of course, banks, people are going to be knocking on the doors of banks to say they need loans. They're going to start to make money. So what we're doing here is we're starting to do a rotation from large cap growth into value. Now, again, it's not just the sectors. It is the selection of the companies. And that's where we spend a great deal of time with our analysts and the economists that we work with to be able to find and select the companies and to manage that portfolio. Not only if it's in a retirement plan, but even if it's outside of retirement plan, we want to make sure that we're selecting the right assets moving forward. If you'd like to know more about what we do and how we take this information and we apply it to our clients' accounts and help them succeed to have the life that they want to really enjoy for the rest of their life, give us a call, 951-684-7011. Let's build a plan together. Stay tuned for my next section. We're going to talk about news you can use. Hi, this is Hugh Hewitt. Hey, if you're retired or approaching retirement, listen up. Retirement planning is critical to your financial health. And like choosing the right doctor, your financial planner must be able to understand your concerns, help you navigate through your retirement, which can be filled with uncertainty, volatility. Certified financial planner Randy Barkley has been assisting clients for 30 years by helping them understand all the information that to most of us can be overwhelming. Go to retirementunlimited.org or call Randy Barkley for a no-obligation appointment at 888-627-8371. That's 888-627-8371, retirementunlimited.org. Advisory services offered through Tricord Advisors Incorporated, a registered investment advisor. Clearing through TD Ameritrade, member FINRA, SIPC, MSRB. AM 590, the answer. Welcome back. This is the section of the program that I refer to as news you can use. Jeremiah and I are going to be talking about this because, you know, because he's like a lot younger than me and he understands this stuff better than I do. But we're going to talk about an article that we clipped out of the papers called Logins Shouldn't Be a Pain. And I'm sure if you're listening to me, if you're over 50, you probably think logins are a a bane to your existence. You probably have sheets or pages or little black books with all these logins, these passwords in it. So this article here talks about password management. Jeremiah, what what do you think? I mean, obviously you use it and we use it in our office, but also personally and professionally. And what what information can you think that we can give to the clients regarding this to make their life easier? Yeah, I think starting off with kind of looking at the problem. I mean, passwords are not going away. No. They are not going to change. In fact, you get more of them. You you sign up for anything. (laughs) You click on, it feels like any link and it asks you to make a new password. People who use an iPhone or the same web browser, it can automatically autofill that stuff, but there's no security there. I mean, if someone else has your phone, has your laptop, 
it, it logs in just the same. So the question is, how, how do you make this secure without it being such a pain? Right. I mean, the, the practices we see, I often see, is is the, the cheat sheet. You, know, you have a physical cheat sheet you've printed out, or it's in the binder, <laughs> or it's a little black book. Um, right. And, and those, you know, if it's an offline process, it, it's something that it's not going to get hacked. You know, someone's right. not going to find it. Um, maybe someone could steal it out of your home, but that, that you know, that's that's a minor uh, probability. But the biggest concern is that stuff gets updated. I mean, right. you you forget a password and you say, oh, reset it, or you don't mean to reset it. You just say forget and it automatically resets it. You got to update that sheet. It, it's common when clients have those that they'll say, oh, I have this. It's secure. Oh, but they're out of date and they're going to be out of date very quickly. And then you got different devices. You know, I've got, I've got a, a laptop, but I also have my, my personal computer. I have one in the office. I have one at home and then my telephone. Mm-hmm. And how do you manage across right. all these devices, even just a uh, retired individual is probably going to have at least two. Oh, they have a lot more than that. Yeah. Um, and in, anywhere from Facebook to Instagram to, you know, social things as well as bank passwords, um, all that stuff. And the other aspect that people do is they'll, they'll pick a password. They'll just pick one right. and say, this is my password. Right. And one that's not secure. Um, if someone finds out one of your passwords, other people have layers. This is my banking password. This is my social media password. They'll, <laughs> you know, what, what layer does this fit into? I mean, those are all the problems and the solutions are a few. And there's, there's the, the ones you've heard about before the, um, you know, don't rely on just a password, use right. your phone for the dual, dual factor authentication. That that's a great one. The, the other one is often people say use a passphrase rather than a, a string of encrypted letters and numbers. You can never remember use a sentence. Use, I, I, I thought that was interesting. A passphrase, which is kind of like key words that is kind of an odd, but you would kind of remember it by association. Yeah. I have a black dog. Right. You know, that, that's a string of letters it's difficult to guess but it's right. very easy to remember for a human but all those even set aside that, that you still run into the issues of do you write it down do you have right. one for everything i hate it when they run into something and they have these specific requirements that don't fit my password <laughs> you have to have you know 12 of these letters five of these letters so what we're talking about today is, is these password manager programs um we, the article went into four or five different uh, manager programs and and why each one is good or bad that the, the good's bad the main idea, say one password, they're, they're a good company. And, and I like the fact that that's the one we use. We use for not our business, but also our, our uh, personal yep. is one password. And it was the one, number one password manager mentioned in this article. Yeah, they're, they're relatively inexpensive. Um, they're functional. They go across devices. Um, it updates from device to device. Um, the nice part is you remember your one password. <laughs> you remember your master password. And right. once you do that inside of the program, it has all the different passwords, every single login you have, and it will generate them for you. Um, so you don't have to remember them or have the same password. It just mm-hmm. auto-generates you know, a stream of numbers, but it remembers it. And the nice part is that your computer remembers it, your phone remembers it. They're all, they're all linked together. Um, there's a number of others. Some of them have monitoring that they'll monitor what they call the dark web. They'll be looking for your login information. If they find it, they'll alert and, you. And you pay for these, but they're not horribly expensive. I mean, like, like one password is for personal, it's only like $36 a year. It's not, it's not horribly expensive. The one you mentioned about does the dark web is a little bit more expensive, but it's not, it's, it's not hundreds of dollars, I right. guess is what I'm right. saying for this. And the two things I think people need to think about, especially for our clients is one, what's convenient for you, right? What's going to work for your life? What's going to allow you to be secure as well as convenient. Right. And then what's going to happen if something happens to you? You know, right. do, you, do you tell your spouse or the people in your life to say that there's a list somewhere, you got to go find it. Um, a lot of these have either, you can grant access to someone to say that this other person is a trusted person. If I were to pass away, they can get access to it. Others, they provide a, a master printout sheet that your heirs and loved ones can you know, get into. Your- this is pretty important too. Cause I mean, you could, everything could be locked up. If you die, nobody has access to it. And if they don't have that master key, it could be, it could be really difficult. Yeah. It could put a lot of pain in people's lives. I think everyone should consider 
if, if I couldn't come back tomorrow, right. How would it, and a lot of spouses don't know their other spouses log in for the checking account <laughs> just because there's a division of labor. It's a natural part of, of life, but there's a number of them where they couldn't get into the bank or they couldn't get in. So making sure there's a clear, um, ability for people to take care and run their lives. If you'd like to have more information about this, we'll be more than happy to send you out this article. It says logins shouldn't be a pain. Just reach out to us and either our website, which is www.retirementunlimited.com or just call us 951-684-7011. We'd be more than happy to send it out to you. Until next week, folks, may you grow in wisdom and knowledge. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to Retirement Unlimited with Randy Barkley. For more information about today's show or other questions regarding your retirement planning, call Randy at 951-684-7011. That's 951-684-7011. Remember, retirement planning is a process, not a product. So call Randy at 951-684-7011 or visit his website at retirementunlimited.com. And be sure to tune in next week for another edition of Retirement Unlimited. Proper advice depends on complete analysis of all the facts and circumstances. The information given on this program is in the nature of general financial comment and cannot be relied upon as pertaining to your specific situation. Listeners should consult their own financial advisor or conduct their own due diligence before making any financial decisions. This is to protect your assets. Randy Barkley is a California life insurance agent. California license number 0518567. Advisory services offered through Tricord Advisors Incorporated. Tricord Advisors, Inc. is a registered investment advisor.